0: Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. In today's episode, we have the lovely Sarah. Sarah is joining us. Where are you based, Sarah?
1: I am in Indiana.
0: I love it. So she is based in Indiana. She was actually fired for opening her OnlyFans account, and she's actually a teacher. Sarah, tell me about your journey. So you are a mother to twins. You moved
1: to, is it to Indiana after your divorce? Well, I moved here when I was, uh, I think, about third grade, and then Mm -hmm. I've been here pretty much ever since.
0: Okay, nice. And then you were in a marriage for 13 years. Was that here in Indiana? Yes, yeah. And then from the marriage,
1: you had the twins. I and mean, then what What type of um, teacher are you? History, maths? Yeah, that was a good question. So pretty early in my teaching career, I got into informal education and more or less teaching field trips. So oh, nice. early in my career, I taught health education field trips for the local hospital. And I really loved it and found that was my favorite style of teaching. I had a lot of fun with it. And my last teaching job, I was teaching science, technology, engineering, and math to fifth graders. Uh, Their teachers would bring them for a five-week curriculum, and it was my job as a teacher to get them excited about those subjects.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Wow. And then... And then from there, but then you've also, apart from um, doing the teacher's role, you'd also have different side jobs. Those include teeth whitening, tutoring, nutrition. What is sublimation
1: business? Yeah, so sublimation is actually a science principle where uh, you purchase a special printer and a special ink. Uh And so you can take a design or a logo and put it under a heat source. And the heat transfers the ink from a solid to a gas, and then it adheres to polyester fibers. So with that, I was making custom shirts, tumblers, mugs, keychains, lots of different stuff to sell on the side after I was done teaching Wow, wow. And then you was was also doing teaching nutrition, right? Yes, I've actually lost a lot of weight myself and been on a fitness journey. So I got certified in group exercise and started getting people set up on their macros and sort of helping coach them on their weight loss journeys as well. I love it. I love it. So I also read that someone actually leaked it.
0: And because of that, you was fired?
1: Yes. So sort of backing up a step, um, I was teaching, but as a single mom, okay, still very much in a poverty cycle. Yes. My rent and my health insurance, which I did not get from work, was equivalent to an entire paycheck. Why so, why
0: why was they not providing it? Uh, so I'm from England. Why doesn't, doesn't your employer provide your health insurance? Is yeah, that on the so, South?
1: Yeah, so in America, you have to pay for your health insurance. Oftentimes, an employer will put money towards that. Okay. But the the way my last position was set up, I was a contract employee, so they did oh, not okay. offer any health insurance. So I w- was paying like $250 a month just for myself And the health insurance is not very good. It's like the lowest quality health insurance you could get. And the rent was just outrageous as well. So after spending an entire paycheck on just rent and health insurance, there wasn't much left over. And I just continuously found myself in this poverty cycle, trying to work side jobs, getting more and more in debt. So there was a local... A friend on Facebook and she had started an OnlyFans page and she said that she had made like $10,000 that month, which was more than three times my teaching salary. And so I was like, well, you know what? I have the month of July off of work. I'm going to start an OnlyFans page, see if I can get some extra income for myself and I had only had my page a couple weeks before a local blogger in the area found out and stole my nude photos from yeah. OnlyFans, distributed them on Facebook and Twitter, sent them to my job, and wrote this like really crazy salacious blog article about me that got me fired. <laughs> Oh no! Was
0: you at the time? Because sometimes, as privacy, what the girls do on OnlyFans, they block the country.
1: Yeah, I hadn't even known. Like I said, when I when all of this happened, I barely even knew how to send mass DMs. You know, like I was just testing it out. You know, I wasn't established on the platform. Yeah. I really didn't know how comfortable I was going to feel on the platform. Like it was really me just like kind of testing this out to see if it was going to be a viable income source for me. Wow. And uh, at, the t- at the time, yeah. my page itself was not nude. I didn't have any nudes on my page. Okay. The only way you could get my nudes was behind a paywall in a private DM. Got it, got it.
0: What advice would you give to other young ladies right now that have an OnlyFans account that are in your same situation, Um, they currently have their profession, but they're still very new to
1: the page? Yeah, I guess I would give the disclaimer that even though people sign a terms of service, that they will not screenshot, they will not disseminate, they will not distribute your content or your images. The The reality is that as soon as you post it, anyone could do that at any point to do you harm outside the platform. Unfortunately, there's still a big stigma around being on the platform. And so, you know, just use caution that your photos might be used against you and you have to accept that fact if you're fact if you're willing to sort of take that risk or not you know yeah um
0: and i've seen a lot of girls where they they speak about the experience and they say well it's been leaked it's been leaked on reddit it's been leaked everywhere it's been leaked on twitter so it's just Having that privacy. What element... Is there anything that can be prevented from doing that? Or there's no...
1: Well, unfortunately, I feel like the laws are lagging behind technology right now. Mm -hmm. And if we really look at what's happening is... In this sort of misogynistic society that sexualizes women... The OnlyFans platform allows women to sort of empower themselves own their sexuality, profit from being sexualized. However, um, there are people who don't like to see women in an empowered state, and so they use use revenge porn as another misogynistic way to weaponize a woman's body and sexuality against them. Men are not having the same experience of revenge porn. Nobody is posting men's unsolicited dick pics to humiliate them and get them fired. This is a crime uh, primarily against women. And unfortunately, there are not a lot of laws or very strong laws that are protecting women in this way. And the truth is that our culture and our sexualities have moved from the bedrooms onto the internet. Everybody's doing it. On every social media site, in every DM, on every dating site, people are sexting, people are having video chats, people are exchanging nude photos, okay? Unfortunately, for some reason, people like to stigmatize women when we do it. Not men. But women and um, unfortunately, when you look at sort of some of the culture that disempowers women, you have rape culture, you have sexual harassment at work, you have the dating culture that has created hookups that treats women as sexual consumables and now you have revenge porn which is another way of weaponizing a woman's body and sexuality against her these are all crimes that are specific to a woman's body and a woman's sexuality that men do not have to they don't receive the they don't receive that negative attention correct they don't receive that um sexualization in the same way that women do what do you
0: think what needs in order to protect um the models on OnlyFans? what do you think needs to change like for example in your case in so many other cases because it gets leaked without consent there's no protection there there's there's a sense of now it's going to the wrong people now it's affecting my personal life which is my yes. career
1: yes Um, I feel like there needs to be more legal repercussions um, because unfortunately when something like that happens, like for me, I was victimized in so many ways. I was victimized by having my photos stolen. I was victimized by him disseminating them on public platforms without my consent. I was victimized by having my personal life And my uh, sexuality outside of work, having that be a reason for termination, and nothing happened to the blogger. Nobody has said anything about the blogger doing that, and that's wrong, and women should not be treated this way. Unfortunately, people have accepted the fact that women get treated this way and almost like it's your fault, you posted the photos. It's another way of slut-shaming, in a sense. Yeah,
0: and is and it's very sad. It's very sad to to know that males get don't get that backlash. Females do, and we have to carry it. We have to carry with the shame, with the guilt, with the punishment as well, And knowing that there's double standards, right? That they do something and they don't get that same feedback as well. Sarah, career transition. Your career transition from education now going into um, becoming an OnlyFans model. What what does that look like? How does it feel mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, in your routine,
1: in your way of life? Yeah, so it was... A little bit of a shock because this really wasn't. I wasn't planning on making this a full-time career move. You know, Um, I was still as a single mom, relying on the stability of my teaching career, wanting to rely on the stability of my paycheck that I got from there, and use that more of a supplement. However, since this has all happened in the very beginning, it was like you said humiliating shameful i was scared i was mm-hmm. depressed i was i got a lot of media attention even around the world and had these crazy salacious articles written about me so in the very beginning it was it was very difficult on my mental health but as time has been going on and i've been sort of getting my head back above water there has been a lot of beautiful blessings in all of this. First of all, um, I want to talk about being on the OnlyFans platform. It is a wonderful space. I have never been treated so kindly, so respectfully by men in my entire life. The fans on the platform are the most lovely people. People, genuine, kind, gracious. So I find the OnlyFans platform to be very healing for me. I have been celibate for a long time. I have my own trauma around sex. And being on a virtual sex platform has been very good for me. It's been a very healing space for me to work through my trauma. It's a good space for people to work through things like kinks or fantasies there's many reasons for people to be on the OnlyFans platform and as I've been on it I guess six months now it's been nothing but positive for me so I want to make that very clear that the OnlyFans platform is very valuable lots of people hear the word and they get very triggered because of their own responses around their bodies or shame around sex But the platform itself is very very positive, very healing, very good, very empowering for me. So with that being said, additionally, all of a sudden, like, I'm a business owner. I own my schedule. I'm able to take my kids and drop them off at school. I go to the gym in the mornings to take care of my mental, emotional, and physical health. So now, all of a sudden, I've reclaimed my time, my autonomy, and my ability to be my own boss. And there's nothing that I have found to be more empowering than any of those things as a woman.
0: Have you had to learn certain things? Like say, for example, when we work for someone, we have a schedule. We know we're given tasks, right? Yes. And now when you when you now are a business owner, you work for yourself. And there's no one bossing you around. Has there been lessons you need to learn where it be perseverance, where it be yeah. punctuality in the, in the times
1: you stream, where it be discipline? Yeah, I think I'm sort of a, a, a schedule person by nature. Uh-huh. So I think sometimes it's just feeling a little overwhelming because... Although OnlyFans gives me flexibility around my schedule, the job itself is very 24-7. So I'm constantly answering messages, making content, editing content, setting up video calls, funneling, trying to get new fans. So trying to grow my social media accounts, setting up podcasts. So I feel like sometimes I just get inundated by feeling a little overwhelmed with stuff. But at the end of the day, I prefer the flexibility of my schedule.
0: And have you seen big major
1: changes within the paycheck? The paycheck changes sort of run along the media cycles. So when I get a good media cycle and I'm in the news... Of course, people get curious or they want to just support me because they heard my story and then they'll go to my page. Then after that month when the media cycle ends, I do see a significant drop. So that has been a little difficult mentally when you're like watching your fan numbers drop and you're watching your income drop. There isn't very much stability. So that's sort of what I'm transitioning to work on, which is creating some stable income sources so that while my OnlyFans income might fluctuate, I still have some sort of stable income that's coming in. So that's really positioning for this next year as I've sort of gotten my head above water um, and also transitioning new as a new business owner, and you know, a lot of the money that I've earned on OnlyFans has been used to invest back into me, invest back right. into the business itself. So that's sort of been really eye-opening as well. I'm not, I haven't really made it financially, but I feel like I have a chance to make some financial strides now because of OnlyFans that I would not have made as a teacher. Is there
0: any way to make passive income off OnlyFans to give you that sense of stability, where it be pictures, or it be private chats, but without you being there or you always have to be present?
1: Um, I think some of the the higher dollar income comes mm-hmm. from doing custom videos or custom photos, selling panties, which I haven't gotten into as much yet as I would like. I think I'm going to put a panty package together and doing video chats. That's where I'm trying to grow. But of course I have to be, you know, available and get those set up and stuff. I have kind of circled back around to the idea of going back into keto coaching. And I recently got certified in work dance fitness as well. So I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at income streams that still allow me to work from home, control my schedule, but offer services or skill sets, you know, sort of that I was already doing to fill in those income gaps, which is my hope. Nice. Nice. I'm um, going back to what you said before with regards
0: to having an effect on your mental health.
1: Yeah. Um, what
0: coping mechanisms did you have? Or what could we say to other models?
1: Yeah, Um. I would I, I want to be like, really, really honest, because I want to have like a really uh, transparent mental health conversation. I was already struggling with depression and suicidal ideation because of my finances last year. Okay. So when all of this happened, it compounded everything and and made it worse. Okay? So I just want to, like, talk about this in a very honest way because if you are struggling with depression or suicidal ideation, you are very normal this this happens to people. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a failure. Um, however, you do have to reach deep inside and find ways to get support to get you out of that type of thinking because you are valuable and you are worthy and you are needed. Okay? Okay. So when that was going on for me, I did a lot of yoga, and I did. And I did still continue my dance fitness routine because that brings me a lot of joy. I would intentionally have to like reach out to people because all of a sudden I was working at home, and when you're an OnlyFans model and you're working at home all day. It can be very isolating. Yeah. You don't have a support system. You don't have coworkers to talk to. It's just you all day long. And sometimes that's like the worst thing. So for me, I got back at the gym. I started doing personal training. I had to build a social network that made me feel safe. Yes. And once I felt safe and when I would work out, it has a direct correlation to my mental health i would exercise i would get the endorphins and i would feel better like okay i can do this i can work on something today i can take a little step but it was lots of baby steps to sort of get me to where i am today and it's not perfect i still have to like work very hard at it but i feel like it's more of service to be transparent that that really affected me. It really, the, the, being revenge porned was shocking. It was devastating. It was humiliating. And then also getting fired publicly was very humiliating.
0: Say for example, is there a way to
1: connect with other models on the site or where it be in your town or where it be I'm starting to and I would I would suggest every OnlyFans model find some model friends yes. to get support from. I think uh actually what happened was a local T V show. Have you heard of Doctor Phil in the United yes. States? Yes. I was gonna ask you about that. Yes, Dr. Phil's show uh, called me about a month ago or six weeks How did ago. did they find out? an article or um, in the media? Yeah, she had read about me in an article the producer did. And so what they did was a show on former teachers who are now on OnlyFans. And I was able to m- meet and connect with other OnlyFans models on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going out on Sunday back out to L.A. to make content with one of the girls. And wow. I took her training as well, which helped me connect with other models. Um, we did. I just finished up a three-day training with her. Uh, what OnlyFans. was her training? OnlyFans her, her tra- training? Yep. Her training, uh, her name is Nicole Mitchell. She's lovely, and what I really love about her is that she takes a very spiritual approach to OnlyFans and um, really digs into the energetics of being on the site, that this is all about being empowered, stepping into your power as a divine feminine, stepping into your power in your sexuality, stepping into your power... Um, in owning your schedule your finances and being your own boss Um, so that was like very good for me as well to sort of get nurtured by another OnlyFans model who's been on the site for three years who has made a million dollars by being on the platform I think finding Role models, finding people yes. to mentor you, you know. And as I grow and as my page grows, that's certainly something that I want to be able to step into is a mentoring role for other women, um, because I want to show them like there's nothing wrong with being on OnlyFans. It is um, a beautiful platform. It is a safe platform. It's a platform for you to. Explore your own sexuality and only do things that you're comfortable with. It's all about consensual and doing what you're comfortable with. Even on my page I've been celibate, every fan, if they ask me like, hey, do you have boy-girl content or girl-girl content? I just tell them, I say, hey, I have some sexual trauma that I'm working around. I have some self-pleasure videos. I have some uh, nudes that I'm comfortable sharing, um, but uh, I'm not there yet. So the, the interesting thing is like people get to view my story and my journey in real time. Yes. And they get to know that I'm only doing what I'm comfortable with and when and if I do something else it's because I feel comfortable with it and I want to share that next step with people.
0: Sarah, I love that you said this because when you say I'm not there yet, you show boundaries, you show self-love because I know girls right now that are on OnlyFans, they're vulnerable adults, Um, they have trauma, they have trauma but they need money so because of the money they're lacking in self love yes. they're lacking in um in boundaries. so for example i just had one case where one girl told me last week where where the guy though in a private chat and she says the private chat pays more and he asked her to self harm and she ended up doing it
1: oh my gosh no yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. not yeah. that's why i feel like girls need mentored yes. because this is you're the boss. 100%. Yeah. You're the boss. Yeah. And if you are in a private DM with somebody yeah. and they ask you to do something you don't feel comfortable with, your response is, I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Is there another request? Or I'm sorry, sorry, I'm going to have to cut this call short.
0: Yeah, but well, you, we'll
1: do- Yeah. You never, ever, ever sacrifice your integrity for a dollar because you got to remember like you're a money magnet the money's gonna come you're gonna attract the right money when you have the right energy and when you're operating out of a sense sense of empowerment you get to decide the boundaries you decide what you're comfortable with you decide when if who what when where and that's the beauty of OnlyFans, that you as the content maker, you are the boss. Yeah. And, and just so- very few times do women get to feel that in their life. Yeah. And so when I talk about sexual trauma, this is why it's empowering, because as a woman, you get to be in control and you get to decide what you're comfortable with what you're gonna do and when you feel that empowerment that's when the healing from the sexual trauma can happen yeah because you are now owning your body your boundaries and what you feel controlled with like you're in control so um I feel like so disheartened to hear that but also like I'm understanding that I'm an older model on the platform. I'm 41, so it's almost like if I could go and like grab younger women, you know, and just mentor them to give them that confidence that no one that love that reassurance, yeah. That sense of
0: nurturing to say you're in a safe place, but this is what we need to implement if we're going to go onto this platform because the truth is we can't control, who we can control certain elements like the chats and that, but we can't control who comes and and views us because we still don't know depending on the username.
1: Yes, and that is the power of the block button. Okay. And that's the power of knowing That's why it's so important to know what your boundaries are. Because if you don't know your boundaries, you're going to make decisions that later on make you feel like you compromise your integrity. And that's going to be more, that's going to cause more trauma for you. Every time that you move your boundaries and your Mm -hmm. sense of integrity when it comes to sex it's going to re-traumatize you.
0: Yeah, 100%. And the healing is just going to be a little bit longer because then we have to heal that part of us as well. Sarah, with regards to panty packages, um, what are they? Is this like used
1: underwear? Yes. So another interesting part of my story is before I got fired, my boss actually encouraged me to start an OnlyFans page. What? Yeah, we had a casual conversation in the office about OnlyFans, and my boss had said to me and the other teacher, yeah, you guys should start pages, you should sell your panties, men love panties, you could make a lot of money selling your panties. So I always want to bring this up because because my boss encouraged me to start an OnlyFans page, I started... I started promoting my page on social media because I thought my job would be safe. And when I got fired by his boss, he did not say anything. He sat there and let me get fired even though he had just a few days before encouraged me to go on the platform and sell my panties. And that's what I talk about, this misogynistic society, where my boss could tell me to do this, yeah, sell your panties, you could make a lot of money, but then also sit quietly when his boss fired me and not say a word that he had encouraged me to sell my panties on OnlyFans. That's not good. He
0: wasn't acting in the role of a leadership because the role of a leader is to guide, to educate, to inspire and to advise. And he literally completely did the opposite and no repercussions yes. were taken. No actions were, were given to him. He wasn't penalized in any type of way, shape or form. Um, so it just for us to show the double standards. Sarah, what else could we do? Could we do like, say for example, for any model that's kind of thinking, what else can I do on the page so you can sell, panties, you can sell the videos, you can sell pictures.
1: Can you do, um, I was hearing about the the dick pic review. Yes. Yes. I actually, because I was a teacher, I created a report card, a dick pic report card. Okay. And so I have like a little report card and I'll rate them, but the dick ratings, which is so interesting. So if we talk about that empowerment as a woman, yeah. Any woman on any dating site or just social media in general has received countless unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. Dick, pics yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, dick pics have become socially acceptable, morally yeah. acceptable. No man loses his job because of dick pics. No man thinks gets shamed because of dick pics. They don't get revenge porned over dick pics. So now all of a sudden on OnlyFans, you get a dick pic and you get to put a price on rating it. That's empowerment. Yeah. That spins this misogynistic yeah. uh, double standard viewpoint on its head. It's like, oh, you're going to send me a picture and you're going to pay me to rate it. So dick pic ratings, you can charge more if you do a video rating. You can do sexting. So, you know, do a dollar a minute or something. Ten dollars.
0: A dollar a minute is good.
1: Ten dollars for ten minutes of sexting. Um, The video chats is like more what I've been doing. You can do lives and answer questions. You could strip. You could whatever you feel comfortable with. You know, work your way up. I have on lives like done some self-pleasuring and like um, shown different body parts for tips and stuff. But again, what I like about it is it's all virtual. So I feel safe. Like this is all behind the camera. No one's touching me that I don't want to be touched. And in fact, like virtual sex really should be promoted a lot more. I don't really understand the stigma around it because It's the safest sex that people can have. Like, I'm not putting myself at risk for an unwanted pregnancy. I'm not getting STIs. I'm not bringing people around my house or my kids, you know. And that's what's so interesting to me is, like, as a single woman, if I had stayed on, if I had been on Tinder and was participating in the hookup culture, which is not your employer's business, But if Mm -hmm. I was doing those things and, you know, had a revolving door of men in and out of my bedroom and in and out of my kids' lives, that would not be considered immoral and I would still have my teaching job. Yeah. Tell me about tokens. How do tokens work on the page? Um, I think, is that the wallet? To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think tokens. And the user like, side, they have to like fill their wallet up, okay. um, and that's how they they provide tips and stuff. So, oh, okay. um, I think that's a user thing because I haven't gotten any like as far as tokens. Like I haven't, okay, I haven't had I'm, to use
0: because I know one girl. She has a toy. And then when they send her toy, token, the, the toy vibrates as a sign that oh.
1: she has been paid, yeah. and then, I don't know what that you know. is, but now I feel like I need to go look that up for myself. You can yeah. also create an Amazon wish list. Okay. And people can buy, make sure you leave it private I did go get a P.O. box because I don't want to give my real address out on OnlyFans. But there have been several times that I go to the P.O. box. I think I got like five pairs of shoes one time. What? (laughs) Yeah. Men just like, sometimes they like to send you gifts. So I always like post my Amazon wish list. And, you know, it's Christmas time. Also do, like, campaigns, like, when it's your birthday, share that information. Um, It's Christmas time. You know, sometimes people like to be a little extra generous, like, they like to celebrate stuff. But also, for me, I did transition over to a subscription page. Okay. And I think I'm going to do, like, I think I'm going to do tiered subscriptions. Um, I'm going to probably move away more from my free page because I've kind of built it up, but it's not really generating much income for me. Some girls, if you have a lot of fans, you can use your free page to let other models promote their pages on your page. So the one there's a couple of downsides to OnlyFans that I wish they would go and um, change. Okay. I wish they would create video chatting on the site so that you can just do one-on-one video chats right on the site. That would make okay. it very convenient. And also, I wish there was a way that you could promote yourself to fans within the platform. Yes. Currently, there's no way. The only way that a fan can find you is if they know your exact name and look you up. Oh, no.
0: So how would you get the
1: exposure? It's, you have to sort of funnel it in through other social media sites. Okay. I got very lucky because I got media exposure. Yes. And it yes. helped me yes. tremendously. Yes. But when I took that training with Nicole, she had been on the platform for about a year And she started doing, um, like, finding out how to get into the media. So I would say, like, if you're on OnlyFans, I mean, you also have to know that what comes with the media is a lot of judgment and comments. And you're really kind of putting yourself out there. But, in a sense, I got all this free advertisement, like, Actually, the Daily Star in the UK likes to write about me. And so now all of a sudden I got like exposure all over the world because I was the teacher that was fired for having an OnlyFans page. So even though in the very beginning it was very devastating and scary, now it was marketing that I would have never been able to pay for, you know yeah
0: where do you see um your career as an OnlyFans model like where is what's the name of the young lady is it Nicole the one that did the course yeah yeah like
1: what
0: what like looking at other girls that have been on the platform for longer what does their career
1: look like yeah so when I was on Dr. Phil uh Courtney Tillia and Nicole Mitchell were both teachers and they have both made a million dollars on the platform so I really feel like with my media exposure, if I'm able to do this all the right way and get the right strategies and continue promoting myself that I have like a real shot at getting a million dollars on this platform and promoting myself. So I think it's exciting and all new. Like I'm going to go out Sunday. I'm going to fly back out to LA and make some content with her. And I would say that as an OnlyFans model, collaborating with other models, even if you're just taking sexy photos together, and that gives you a chance to each promote each other on your platforms. That's another beautiful strategy, because what's hotter than one babe? Two, (laughs) you know? And the OnlyFans platform, it's like, it's so big, there's enough for everybody. Like, There's enough to share with every woman and what I really love about myself and my story is like I get to help redefine beauty standards. I'm forty-one. I used to be really, really overweight. I'm still not model thin. You're half your size. You're half I saw the pictures. Do you know how much it was in kilograms? Uh I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Uh okay. I, my highest weight was like two hundred and twenty pounds. So I don't know what that is in kilograms, but yeah, yeah Let me just I've lost
0: double check it.
1: Yeah, double check that. I've lost I um, was How
0: how, how was the journey? Because you're breaking generational cycles of drug abuse, domestic abuse, obesity, and poverty. So how are you transitioning between all of them?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because my dad was an abusive alcoholic. He did heroin. And he actually died living in a park when I was in high school. So this idea of being in this poverty cycle is really something that i'm determined to break i mean you could even see in my story how many jobs i was willing to work and i was a first generation college graduate so my whole life has sort of been on this path of doing that but even that it's like becoming the most uh beautiful version of myself the healthiest happiest version the most empowered version, and building a a life that reflects all of that. When I got divorced, I told myself that I was going to be the most beautiful version of myself and live my most beautiful life. And that has been my mantra and my sort of my goal every year since then, to manifest and cultivate those things for me and for my kids to really show them that you're a powerful, magical, manifesting being and that this life can be anything that you want it to be. You just have to claim it for yourself. Like you have to claim healing in every single part of your life. And so for me in my journey, OnlyFans really is the container that I get to heal a lot of my sexual trauma and traumas with men. Wow, powerful,
0: and it's very inspirational for you to come out and actually say that because it's not easy. That's opening a part of you, a part of your soul, a part of ideas and goals that we need to heal, that we need to work towards. Of that you acknowledge because some people don't acknowledge and they just want to. They don't. It's like peeling the layers of an onion. They just don't want to acknowledge it and they want to hide away they rather numb the pain, whether it be substance, whether it be whatever it may be. And it's like we're not getting to the root cause of our issues, of our our healing, of what we need to act upon. Sarah, tell me about... Sarah, what is your favorite movie?
1: Oh my gosh. You know what? I haven't watched a movie in a long time, but I would say I like Disney movies. I still love the Disney cartoons. I love the Disney princesses. Or I like a good comedy that makes me laugh.
0: Nice, nice. And your favorite book? Do you read any books? Do I need podcasts? Do I need
1: ebooks? Yeah. um, A lot of the books that I've been uh, sort of drawn to are like books about spirituality and manifesting. So, Gabby Bernstein, um, I've read several of hers. Spirit Junkie. I actually took her. Manifesting challenge in January. Which one? And, manifesting? Yeah, I took her. How, manif- how was it? Well, look where I am a year later. Look, <laughs> I took her manifesting challenge in January, and then it's like all these crazy things have happened, you know? So I was like, man, that thing was like really powerful, and you know, I'm going to do it again this year because I'm, I'm like, I'm what
0: how do you join? Do you join on the on her page? How does it work? Do you just take it from a
1: book or how does it work? Yeah, so I had been listening to a lot of her books, like uh, audio books. And okay. then I saw about this time last year, she was promoting her manifesting challenge in January. Okay. And she's promoting it again. So I ended up doing that. And then I ended up joining her miracle membership, which is like a year long one. I started getting really big into, um, meditation and really working on clearing up my energy so that I can really manifest because I believe in all of those things. I believe that we are co-creators on this earth. I believe that we're very powerful beings and I believe that our reality reflects our inner... Yes, our force, our
0: processes, how we're wired, what, what your inner force, what do you say to
1: yourself? That's it, and so that's why it's even more important. Like when we talk about mental health and we talk about emotional health, like you have to get to the point where you are, you are really conscientious about the stories. You are telling yourself about your life because if you stay in victim stories, your life is going to manifest victimhood. But when I started getting back into the gym, you know, some things that I've always been telling myself the last several years, I got big into affirmations and I would tell myself like when I would do these really hard workouts, like Sarah, you are blessed and unstoppable. You are built for this. You are built for this life. There's nothing that's happening in your life that wasn't already predestined that you weren't built for and that you aren't strong enough to overcome. And when I would tell myself those things, it was like every day I felt a little more, a little stronger, a little more empowered. And I really started doing these affirmations with my children as well. The last few years, I would tell them, like, we're money magnets. Your, your yeah. mom is a money magnet and... Um, Two years ago, my daughter wrote on this dollar bill, "Millionaire Mama." Oh, and, and, look, and look, be- look at the
0: transitions. Look at the transitions. Yes. Look how how your world has come around 360. You wouldn't even have thought of it. Like the doors opening, the media, the media coverage, the, yes. the podcast. because now everyone's reaching out to you. I reached out to you. Yes, Just everything and the way is coming because you're on the other side of the world. I'm based. I'm in Colombia right now, but I'm from the UK, so it's just that exposure in different it's areas, amazing. different
1: continents. Sarah, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I think my younger self grew up with a lot of trauma, and so I think it's sort of like reparenting that younger self, letting my younger self know, like you are completely safe. You are valuable. You are worthy. Uh, you deserve to be here. You deserve to show up in all your power and all your brilliance and all of your intelligence. And I, uh, you know, that's something I would want to say to girls who are on OnlyFans. Um you. Make sure that yeah. you know that you are a heart and a soul before you are a body, because. I like that. The purpose of being on OnlyFans is not to make you feel like you're a sexual consumable anymore. It's to make you feel the exact opposite, that this is my body, and my body, my energy is a privilege. And if I do a video chat with you, this is a, it's a privilege yeah. to be in my energy, to be in my space. Yeah. And if I'm vulnerable enough to share my body with you, That is also a privilege.
0: I love it. Sarah, tell me about your OnlyFans. Tell me how the listeners can support you, your socials.
1: Where can they hang out with you? I would love it. So my Instagram page is Sarah Jury. That's my main one. My other socials are love underscore Miss Sarah. My subscription page is love underscore Miss Sarah Unlocked. And that's the page that gets all my content, my news, my videos, and guaranteed uh, DM response because I have been getting really inundated with DMs and messages. So that's really the only platform that I guarantee a response on just because, you know, I have to manage my energy and um, people who are taking time to support me by subscribing to me Mm -hmm. get They're top tier, you know, so they're going to get my best energy. They're going to get my responses and also my support back. Like, as much as people become followers and fans of me, I am fans and followers of other people like I'm rooting for you, too. We're all here to make it. I want the best for you. I want you to have your most healed, empowered, beautiful life as well. And so I also understand that if people come to my page, it's very true that they might have their own wounds. They might have mother wounds. They might have wounds around women or sex. And I want to make it very clear that my page is also very safe for men as well. I'm a very safe woman. And I'm going to treat you respectfully and kindly. And one of my favorite fans is actually from the UK. Yeah. And he, yeah, so he shared with me that he used to Mm self-harm. And Only Fans for Men is often a very, uh, a mental health space for them. Yes, and you know, I just have like such a heart for him and I love chatting with him and I check on him and check on his mental health and how he's doing. You know, some people think that OnlyFans is just the sex site, but it's really a social site. Yes, there's lots of layers to this platform. And for the fan side, for the men's side, there is a big mental health. And sense of feeling supported and having someone to talk to or even being responsible with managing their sexual energy. You know, one man, he was recently widowed. And so he's on OnlyFans because he's grieving and he doesn't want to go out and date or be with another person in real life. Another fan said his wife has onset early Alzheimer's and he said I don't feel comfortable initiating sex with her because she's not herself she's not in her right mind but he can come on OnlyFans and we can have a virtual sex experience or I'm just a person to talk to and give support with You know, there's many, many reasons people find themselves on OnlyFans. And I think being a very compassionate, self-aware, healed in a lot of ways, content yeah. maker, I can offer that space for people to
0: Sarah, I love it. I love you. Thank you for being so quick with your responses. Thank you for taking the time to come on on Gentle Touch, to share your experience and to be so open about your traumas, about your healing journey, about your mental health. Because sometimes we see the most beautiful pictures, the lingerie. You know, everything's so pretty that we never focus on what is that individual going through? What are their traumas? What are they like? Are they okay? So it's just highlighting the mental health. It's highlighting the boundaries. As well, I can't wait for you to have more experience to gain that information, so that you can mentor other young girls. Because I like this is real cases. Like this is my friend. Like how do I protect her? I don't know
1: nothing about OnlyFans. Yeah. So yeah, if you want your friend, yeah, have your friend message me because I would love to talk to her, give her some advice. You know, I want to make sure that she feels safe and loved and supported and yes. feels confident on that platform to be the empowered woman that she is and sometimes i do worry a lot about younger women on that platform because yes. i've just had a lot more life you know and i'm a mom yes. so i i wow. feel like i i I have that mothering sense of like, you know, wanting to make sure. Especially, I have a heart for women. So, you know, if you want to just pass her my uh, information, tell thank you, thank her you. to DM me. Let me know that it's her, you. and you know, I'm happy to 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 help her and support her however yeah. I can. That's what yes. we're here and for. Call, That's what we are. Yeah. as humans.
0: And I can't wait for the um, episode to air with Doctor Phil, and I can't wait for your transformation and for your journey. And we will. I can't wait to. Um, I want to um, interview you again at some point in the near future and see all, all the progress and everything you have gained and just the manifestation and the healing and the journey. And for you to tell me, I have healed. I've overcome sexual trauma. This yes. is where I'm at now. Well, so that we can keep a chapter and a log of everything, right? because that is
1: yeah, what Just Touch is about. And I love that on my journey, as I am transparent and open, and people are watching this in real time, I get to be a an example to other women that this is possible, that manifestation yeah. is real, that healing is available, that it can happen. If it can happen for me, it can happen for you. And so yeah. that would be an honor to like, be the um, be the example for myself and for other women as well thank you thank you so much hope you guys enjoyed this
0: podcast and found this podcast useful if you did be sure to leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. thank you for listening and joining gentle touch i'll see you in the next episode want to get in touch feel free to send me a dm on instagram link is in the description Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you are on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.